You're listening to Gizmonic Institute Radio. In the not-too-distant future, in the basement of a chunky cheese, there was a guy named Dr. Odd, concocting an evil scheme. One thing that drove him bonkers was people talking when movies played. So he shot some suckers into space to make them watch MST3K. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four. All right, you can let go now. Okay. Uh, ow, ow. That's going to make you so much stronger in your pinkies. I, I don't... Why Why does it... What is this made out of? Um, well, steel. Okay, well, okay. That's that's fair. I. What was it originally? <laughs> was it like a mousetrap? It, it feels like it was a mousetrap. Yeah, it was. Okay. For killing robot mice. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's why it's made out of steel. I haven't of... actually killed any, and I don't know if they exist. But I, I don't. Made it. I but don't... now I can convert it for the purposes of our fitness test. Yeah, pinky strengthener. Hey, are you guys doing your, uh, you know, your trainings? You uh, we got ready? your, we got well, your leaflet about how they were going to be right, today. Right, you got the for Doctor Odds Pizza Dental Health Challenge. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been training Jeff, but he hasn't really trained me yet. Uh, well, you. To be fair, I haven't had a lot of time in between training sessions. That's true. I've been um, working those things so hard. gotta get training in, man. You know, this is the first day of the rest of your life. And if you Gosh, do so. not pass Dr. Rod's pizza dental health challenge, I'm afraid. Oh, n- I am oh, afraid no. you will fail. Pizza well, dental? Yeah. I read pinky dental. Uh, yeah. Oh, a common mistake. I read presidential, and I thought this was like, you know. No, 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 no. Okay. That is copyrighted. So, Ah. what I did, now you might be asking yourself, Dr. Rod, where did you come up with this amazing name? (laughs) Can I guess? No, you know what? I want you to tell me. You sure you you don't want to guess? (laughs) No, I don't. I don't, actually. Okay. Yeah. It's Uh a flyer I found in one of the cupboards here at the Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, Okay. So you did not make the Dr. Odds pizza dental. I did. Okay. Because I discovered it and I turned it into my own thing. Okay? Um. This is the remix edition. Oh, okay. Now that I'm actually handling the flyer, the Dr. Odds is smeared on in in barbecue sauce. Yep. That's all I had. I ran out of markers. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, you're remarkably good at finger painting uh-huh. with barbecue yeah, sauce. Yeah, like Thank you. a lot of clean, clean edges. Use like uh, painter's tape to get some of these. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I didn't go to art school for nothing. Oh, I thought this was more like a Pinterest. Uh-huh. Sort of By tool. art school, <laughs> I mean, you know how like when you go to the barbecue place in town and they give you the uh, like the kids coloring pages and they hang mm-hmm. them on the wall. Yes, uh-huh. that's basically art school. Oh. oh, I thought it was drawing that turtle with the pirate hat. I did that. I requested uh-huh. that uh, that art lesson thing, and they sent me the test. And for some reason, after I mailed mine back in, a uh, bunch of men in white suits came to my house and tried <laughs> oh, no. to take me to a hospital. 
Oh no! Now, important important point of clarification: Did you use science to put a turtle on a parrot? Um, yeah, it was super. Like, I guess I did not. Uh, to be fair, I don't know if I read the directions entirely. But I it turns think out you were it, just yeah. supposed to draw it. Not, yeah, it not turns actually, out. Well, I yeah. thought, look, it's my art. That's what I told them when they came, and also when the sheriff was there. I said, <laughs> you can't restrict my art, yeah. okay? If I want to graft a parrot's head onto a turtle, mm-hmm. that's my business. I, thought I, this, I said I thought this was America. Hey, on. so yeah. real quick, are we doing an art fitness test? Is that what it actually is? It's, uh, it's kind of, uh, yeah, it's kind of like a jazz fusion of, uh, yeah. of uh, art. It's all it's art. Like, it's like you the want ACT, it but with fitness, right? Yeah. Partially, partially fit. So, uh, anyway, you guys been doing your trainings? Or you well, just been training your wrong. pinkies? Just pinkies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That just pinkies be, all day. Mm-hmm. That could be rough, given okay. the challenges. All right, so what are the challenges going to be? Well, actually, you know what? Now that, let me look at my list here. Actually, the first one is pinky pull-ups. Yes. So, yes, <laughs> weird, yes, I am so ready for that this. That is a weird coincidence, but you guys go ahead. Let's see how many you can do. And okay. remember, if you don't do enough of them, as is the rules, again, I didn't make them up. I feel like you just said you did, but I, uh, okay. I don't make, I didn't make up these uh, very, I, I got to admit, harsh rules. But, okay. if, but uh, you know, if you don't complete a challenge mm-hmm. the first time, mm. you get electrocuted. Oh, like... Uh, warning electrocution or yes in a sense uh, it is a warning <laughs> okay <laughs> because the second time uh-huh you get uh you know dead okay interesting so, definitely i would i would call that a warning of sorts yeah all right so it says here you have to do five pinky pull-ups jeff okay all right so i'm get gonna it. okay let me get up now as you can see i do have my official uh pizza dental Health challenge uh, stopwatch. Yes, and clipboard, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's you a lot of barbecue that. sauce. There's a lot the slathered. It's, it's my art. It's like that scene in uh, the scene in the cartoon Alice in Wonderland where the uh, the Mad Hatter fills the March Hare's wa- pocket watch with jelly. Yeah. And closes it, but it's with barbecue sauce. That was a long... I'm just trying to get my fingers in, and my pinkies into the pinky pull-up bar, like, uh, hole here. Yeah, get that um, in there. You gotta get it in the pinky pull-up bar hole. That yeah. is part of the, uh, <laughs> the official instructions. Yeah, I, yeah, I was surprised you, you... It said, uh, you know, assemble your pinky pull-up bar, um, and make sure the holes are greased, and I did not know what that was, but there was a box in the, in one of the storage rooms, and yeah. All right, all I'm kicking here. the you're box welcome. up from underneath you. Oh, oh, now you're dangling okay. by all your right, pinkies. All right, ready? And we go. one, uh, two, three. Uh, Is this supposed to be that cracking sound? Four uh, and five. Oh, nice okay. job. All right. High five. It's hey. probably going to hurt your hands. Hey, oh, listen, yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, I got a, an alert on, uh, a notification on MySpace. So oh, oh. I did not start the stopwatch. <laughs> Wait, is it this is so timed? I don't just have to do five of them. No, nope, it has to be timed. 
So we're gonna have get to get back up there. Sorry, we Dave. are we are recording this. <laughs> get back want, up there. If you want, you could take the warning instead. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I still think oh, I got wise. some pinky. A wise yeah. choice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, got those pinkies in there. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Okay. What? <sighs> Two. Oh, it's like broken sticks. Three, four, oh. and five. Oh. Nice germ. Oh. Wow. Oh. Great work. Again. Okay. The cheekies are, th- are pointing the wrong direction. Yeah. No, but I feel strong. <laughs> yeah. A, a minor inconvenience. Yeah. <laughs> what? Get the, what the being best workout of your life. Yeah. What is this testing? It says that. For what is. <laughs> It says for my test that I have to uh, poke you in the arm a few times. Oh, man. Yep. Let, me, let me do some warm-ups. I don't want to overstrain myself. And let me say, I am willing, you know, to do... This is the first inaugural pizzadential health challenge for us, so the I'm willing to... The first inaugural. I, I'm, I'm really I'm looking forward to the second inaugural oh, yes. one. <laughs> many, many years to come. Okay, good. That's, that's good. Uh, so go ahead and... Uh, you can you can use your pinky, Renee. Okay. Is what I'm saying. I will allow it. Okay, thank you. All right, I have uh, stretched thoroughly. I feel safe, and here we go. Uh, yep, you're poking. You sure are. And uh, done. Okay, and if you will lift uh, Jeff's sleeve, yes. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, I see no bruising. <laughs> Oh, so, let me go in for another. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. Uh, I'll give you one oh, more shot. Now. Otherwise, I'm gonna have to shock you. I'm gonna be honest. Okay. Oh. Ow! 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 Ah! Ah! Okay. Okay. Is this good? Is this bruised enough for me? Yeah, for I'll you? take it. I guess. I'll, uh, okay. I'll take it. It's kind of yellow. Yeah, I'm in a lot of pain. Right All right. The, On the to arm. the next. On to the next I'm challenge. Good. Of course, Jeff. This is the one mm-hmm. where you have to do uh, crunches. Over a pile of broken glass. Wait, <laughs> over a pile of yeah, broken hanging glass? hanging yes. by your legs. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. And then you gotta right. we gotta up. make sure those shoulder blades don't touch the ground. Yeah. I've got the ground up glass right here, and I'm dumping it on the ground. And it's ready to go. All right. Well, let me uh, secure myself in this. Whenever uh, you're ready. Today. Yeah, body pull up. Oh, listen, it. it you know, I'm my my arm is in a lot of pain. How many of these do I have to do? Uh, fifteen. Oh gosh. Okay. Let me ask you this. This real yeah. quick. How mm-hmm. many do you think you can do? I, I. Okay. So I haven't done a sit up for. Oh gosh. How long have we been in space? I'm going years? to guess. Uh, how old are you? I am. I am sixty-three. <laughs> so I'm going to say sixty-three years then. Okay. Yeah. Well, but I have done. There is that that video game system that you have. That's the Core sixty-four. That's just the thing that works out your core. But while well, you're pretending to be like a, a jet ski guy. Man, I lost so much money on that investment. Yeah, but I I do do that every day because I it's it's one of the few things that brings me joy in this world. Listen, nerd. Yeah. How many how many of these sit-ups can, can you flip and do before you uh right. you know pierce your skin and uh, lacerate? Right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 15. Yeah, nothing will stop me. I'm jet skiing, I'm jet skiing, I'm happy, I'm jet skiing, I'm happy. I, I do fifteen? I think yeah, I did fifteen. Did. Okay, okay. You did. And All right. you completely bypassed the tickle challenge. Do a flip? Oh, okay. Wow. And here we go. Alright. Dang. So I I yeah, I did I did some. Oh, I'm sorry. I uh, I got a friendster. No notification. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, you know what? Whatever. It's fine. I, I believe you. Oh, okay. I, yeah, All right. I believe you. 
All right, what's yeah. uh, what's next on the old list there? It, it looks like that my next challenge is to boil some water on the stove. Oh, that is a good one. Yes. Yeah. Here, I'm going to go ahead and preheat the... Yep, you guys, yeah. you go ahead and, you know, just get that good and hot. And now, is this, this one is not timed for well, her? Well, it's uh, the amount of time it takes to boil the water. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean... This is fair. All right. Uh, I don't have any water here, but I do have clam juice. Will that mm-hmm. count? Same difference. All right. Cool. Okay. No. And, uh, <laughs> I feel like this has been a uh, a point of contention. Listen, I am a, I am a health expert. Yes, <laughs> you are. You are pizzadentially healthy. You know healthy. what I always say? Water is what's in the toilet's bowl. Yeah. And so, since we have <laughs> clam juice in our toilet bowls. Exactly. That means that that's water. Okay. Yeah, I do like how oh, it's in what's in the toilet's bowl. It's it's the possessive <laughs> toilet's bowl. And uh, all right, it's heating up. Yep. You guys can do another challenge. Oh, this smells this. so bad. This yeah, it smells smell so good. bad. All right, Jeff, which one do you want to do? I. Okay. Well, there's. I mean, we've got this binder full of these, so we got to really, really, no. we're running out of time here. There's okay. There's the one that says punching, and the other one that just says uh, nail. Mm. Um, you know what? You know what? Yeah. In the in the interest of time, okay, I will go ahead and let you do a combo. Mm. All right. Okay. Uh, you can punch a nail into a board. Oh no! This seems. <laughs> what is the, what is this testing? What do you mean? What is the testing? <laughs> what? Well, what is this? Is Doctor Rod's Pizza Dental Health Challenge? Do you oh, guys, look, I didn't do you want a medal? On. Do you want a medal or not? I, uh, no, <laughs> but I also don't want to die. <laughs> what, is, what is the what is the spirit in that? Haven't you I ever am, haven't you uh, ever just felt the drive, the need to complete a challenge of increasingly weird and pointless exercises? Well, as we just established, since I am sixty three, I'm not a millennial, so you can't really motivate me with the participation. Trip. I would like to throw out that not only will. Participants, all participants, will receive. I mean, if they're not killed, yeah, they will receive not only a medal, but a coupon for one free slice of pizza <gasps> and a small cola. Oh, okay, wow. all right. Again, I would See, like to point out is... that if you are not killed, you're right. Yeah, no, I. Generally that... speaking, we're not cashing many coupons here. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, it has been a long time since I've had anything but bologna and uh, and clam juice. You mean water? Yeah, water and water and what you call soylent. Um, oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. So uh, yeah, okay. I'll just try and do this with the nail. Yeah, oh, the water's uh, boiling. Oh, oh, water's boiling. Oh, wait. That means we can. Well, okay. We'll come back to that. We'll come back okay. to that. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm too excited about these challenges. You go ahead, Jeff. You go ahead and start, you know, just punching that nail. Center myself and... Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So the nail went into my hand. Yep. Um, is that the desired is outcome? Jeff, does yeah, Jeff count cool. as a board? Okay. That's fine. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, so okay. I guess we'll come to the next part now that the water's done. And Renee, you just go ahead and, uh, you know, give Jeff a sponge bath with it. And that'll oh, be, no. I mean, that's the next challenge. Oh, there no, you go. No. And ah, <laughs> ah, it's so hot. It's, uh, put some on my wound. Put there some on go. my nail. Okay. I think it's cauterizing. It is. Um, I think that the nail's stuck inside of you forever. I, that's fine. Man, that's, that's fine. good fitness, huh? Yeah. I don't feel fit. 
Well, listen, I'm gonna let you take a break. Thank okay? You take a little break, yeah. do a little audio log, okay? Maybe, okay. I'm just gonna say, maybe put some aloe uh, on your entire body, and uh, I'll just be over here, you know, getting ready for the next challenges. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna take some of the pills from that bottle that says ibuprofen, but it's in quotes. Yeah. Um, that's and... uh for legal reasons. <laughs> okay. Well I'm gonna do that and see if it helps with the pain at all, but we'll do the audio log and we'll be back. This is the audio log for MST three K, season eleven, episode fourteen, at the Earth's core. You know what that makes me think of? Um that Earth's core would be a really interesting subgenre of like thrash metal. Ooh, that's a fun direction. I was thinking of like core from like the Ben and Jerry's cores. Oh, you know, where they have like a solid tube of cookie dough or brownie. Inter- so you'd be like, well, and see, there this this joke wraps around itself like an Ouroboros Ooh. because like brownie batter core could also be a really cool like thrash metal subgenre. Nice. Cookie dough core. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we both like mm-hmm. this title. Or is Earth's Core like a, is that like a, a splinter off of like Goblin Core? Oh, or okay. An aesthetic, core. a uh-huh. vibe. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's just everything because. Well, or it could be like this movie. Like your your living space is inspired by at the Earth's Core. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm Earth's Core. Mm, These I are... see. So giant mushrooms. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Lots of bird creatures that mm-hmm. kind of look like Skeksis. Mayhars. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And uh, lots of people wearing curly wigs. Mm-hmm. It just sounds like Goblin Core again. <laughs> it just sounds. It just sounds like Goblin Core. Although it could be Goblin Core with like disco wigs. Oh, because you're right. Because I don't think I'm not familiar with Goblin Core super a lot. But um, I don't think that disco wigs play a part in it. No. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's talk about this episode. Um, the first segment, uh, Jonah and the bots are having a bachelor party before Jonah's wedding, wedding to Kinga. Um, so that's a plot thing that they're following through with. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, would, I do want to know before we start this, I have not seen this episode um, before we watched it. So I don't know if you had. I had seen the very first bit with the okay. Growler, but okay. I didn't watch any further than that. Gotcha. I like Growler, by the Growler way. Growler is fun. It's it's a it's a fun vibe. Um, the bots are giving Jonah passive aggressive comments. Um, you know, like, uh, oh, you know, we thought you were just a complete loser, but we've really gotten to like you. They are a lot harder on him than they are on Joel mm-hmm. or or Mike. Mike, yeah. Uh-huh. And so I feel like uh, maybe they've gotten kind of cynical as they've been passed from. Uh, prisoner to prisoner, they could be. Maybe yes, they, they miss their previous. I mean, prisoners. Well, the the bots are like almost in their forties at this point. Yeah, right? yeah, uh huh. And they've seen a lot. They've seen a, they've seen space prisoners come and go, and they've grown with the times. They're jaded you know? a bit. Yeah, they are. Yep. Um, this is where Joan introduces Growler, the piano playing robot designed to be impossible for people not to get along with. Um, and the the bots do not like him at all. Nope. But I love me some Growler. Yeah. Um, I I think Growler is also awesome. He sounds like Rolf the dog. Mm-hmm. He's essentially Rolf the dog. They do mention that, I think. Mm-hmm. He was inspired by Rolf the dog from the Muppets. A lot of Muppets jokes in this one, mm-hmm. which is fine with me. It, it suited the movie with all of its goofy puppets. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Kinga is worried uh, back on the the surface of the moon because no one has RSVP'd to her wedding. Um, she gets in contact with the overseer of the observer hive mind. Um, 
I thought this at very first. I thought this is Mike Nelson. Which, I was wondering who it was. Is it a celebrity? It is uh, Paul Chaplin, um, the uh, one of the original writers of MST3K. Oh, cool. He, he's one of the contributors to the amazing episode guide, whose stuff we've read uh, for for other episodes. So, awesome. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they put so much makeup and stuff on a guest that it, mm-hmm. it's sort of like, is that someone I know or not? Well, and the voice. It, and I think I get it confused because. In the early seasons of MST3K, it was like him and Mike Nelson who would do a lot of the like ancillary character work, mm. and so I already kind of have them confused because their voices and mannerisms and like body types are kind of similar. And then they also like I have memories of them doing like weird character work during the skits. Uh, yeah. yeah, and so. Uh, but it was a fun. It was a fun bit. So the observers will make sure that the wedding is packed. Um, they talk about lots of other wedding stuff. Um, then they go to the invention exchange. Uh, Joan and the bot's invention is permanent temporary tattoos, <laughs> which I I think that this is actually a good idea. Well, I mean that I mean it's funny because that's what a tattoo is, right? right? Well, yes, yes. But if I could get a tattoo the same way that I get a temporary tattoo, where I don't have to pay someone a lot of money to hurt me with a needle that would be like that would be so dangerous it'd be so easy for for kids to accidentally like tattoo their entire body permanently that's fair but for me um i think it would be really convenient The needles really aren't that bad (laughs) i you know i don't know because i don't have a tattoo yeah um but, uh, yeah, I thought it was, it was funny. Um, the joke, yeah, like you said, the joke was that... I was wondering if, uh, do you think Jonah actually got that tattoo? No, I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. a great way to commemorate the season. The season, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the Mads uh, invention you really liked. Um, this was the Rip Taylor urn cannon. Oh, uh. that delighted me <laughs> to such a level that it changed what I want for my own death. Yeah. I feel like... It struck uh, such a personal note for me. The Rip Taylor Urn Cannon is your coffin flop. Yes. Of, yes. Of, yeah. Funeral related things that just because that that one uh, that if, if you've not seen uh, Dr. Odd let us watch the second season of I Think You Should Leave on Netflix is one of the few things he lets us. He thought it was like an instructional video for us to get out of his life i think Mm -hmm. because he didn't watch it but uh yeah coffin flop is my uh that one made me bust up in the same way that the rip taylor urn cannon made you bust up. it's true it's true um deliciously macabre the second segment uh jonah gives the bots and himself a steampunk makeover oh yeah um they preach confidence through steampunk which i think is nice i did think that steampunk crow looked pretty cool like yeah if i had a special edition action figure of steampunk mm-hmm. crow i'd not be sad i thought the steampunk uh gpc looked pretty cool too yeah like yeah. with the hanging dress and the the flashlight the monocle body mm-hmm. hanging yep. down yeah uh they talked about how they're starting a steampunk band called steam weaver um, I'd I'd see that. I watch yeah. a mystery science theater steampunk band with yeah. a dirigible. Yes. Uh huh. Yes, absolutely. What are your thoughts on steampunk? Because I feel like I have a complicated, I have complicated thoughts on steampunk. I feel like it doesn't have like anything that's enough of a breakout thing to glom onto. Yes, it's yep. so heavily heavily reliant on the aesthetic, and there's not as much actual content to go with it. Yes, exactly. Because like. If you're talking about, like, the difference between dressing, like, punk or dressing steampunk, like, 
I feel like there's just a, a different counterculture around punk. Yeah. That is... There's it, so much in terms of music and mm-hmm. art and history and people who have, you know, lived that way and things like that. And steampunk is just, it feels like a really... If they're like both books, one of them is like a dictionary and mm-hmm. then the other one is like a pamphlet on washing your hands yeah steampunk is like someone saw wild wild west and said well that's that's me i want i want i want to be this now if somebody made the thing that filled that gap that Mm -hmm. that was kind of the touchstone for all steampunk and was that that amazing um i would like that and and that thing can't be wild wild west (laughs) well i haven't seen that so maybe (laughs) it's more awesome i don't know i mean it's it's fine it is it is like the i think that to me, that was the first time I became aware of the steampunk was kind that of like aesthetic. Was like the Lord of the Rings? As Lord of the Rings is to fantasy, Wild Wild West is to steampunk? I Probably. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, is actually a test on your – a question oh, on no. your Menza test. Oh, no. Well, I'm so. going to fail because I don't know. Well, but that, that does bring up an interesting point because there were a lot of steampunk – I think that steampunk really kind of comes from like that – uh, Victorian sci-fi, yes. like time machine. Time machine is probably. A oh yeah, better, like yeah, yeah. she was. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that there's no content. I'm right. just saying that there's not like this. Like, I feel like a lot of genres have like one big thing mm-hmm. or like enough small. I don't know. Literally, no, I, we're getting I, off track. No, I, I yes, I, I can't quite put my ha- my finger on it either. If any of our listeners have any expertise related to steampunk, please write in. With that being said, I don't poo-poo anybody's. No. I think that it's a cool aesthetic. If someone and, can pull it off, I think it rules. And if you like, enjoy it, and then enjoy it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, enjoy what you enjoy. Don't let anyone tell you anything differently. Um, segment three. Uh, Crow is dressed like a Mayhar, mm-hmm. uh, one of the weird a like Skeksis. yeah Skeksis, uh, the psychic Skeksis who sound like nails on a chalkboard mm-hmm. and have weird like cataract eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's trying to communicate with telepathy. Uh, he's trying to uh, tell Jonah that he wants a sandwich. I really like this bit because mm-hmm. it, Crow keeps saying "screech" yeah. and they're like they're like <laughs> they're we want to play along him. but yeah. we don't understand you. <laughs> yeah. And that happens with me and you a lot. Like I'll it's just true. come over you and I'll just screech be like, at me. I'll be mm-hmm. like "screech" mm-hmm. and you'll be like. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. Do you need to go outside? <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it, it, I, it, I related this as well. Um, and Jonah claims to have received a telepathic message and Crow gets excited. Then Jonah says it was, uh, Crow telling him telep- telepathically that, uh, he needed to be tickled. I think that this was another very endearing childlike mm-hmm. moment for the yes. bots, which yep. we always treasure. This. I, I thought this was a really cute segment. Like it was just, it worked. It was very simple. It was the right length for what it was. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't, like, mean-spirited at all. It was very nice. And Crow's uh, costume was cute, too. Yes, yep. Um, the fourth segment, uh, the Joan and the Bot start a game of I Spy, which is quickly interrupted by uh, Kinga and TV's son of TV's Frank, planning some last-minute arrangements for the wedding. Um Kinga leaves, and then TV's son of TV's Frank is interrupted by uh, Doug McClure, mm-hmm. the lead from the movie, who's played in this uh, segment by Joel McHale, um, uh, who you may recognize from such TV properties as Talk Soup and Community, um, and a bunch of other stuff, too. Joel McHale's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Doug McClure character gives TV son of TV's Frank some advice on how to impress Kinga. Mm-hmm. That was um, a funny bit. Yeah, and then he hatches a plan that has to do with his metal ret- reptilicus key. I liked that. It took me, when I first saw 
that character on the screen. I thought he was wearing like a Victorian dress. Yes. <laughs> with mm. the like the flowery vest that they found and the puffy white shirt, uh-huh. which is only a slight enhancement of the actual garment worn in the film. Yes. Yeah. The garment in the film was like shorter because there was a lot of length to the, the Joel McHale outfit. Yeah. But yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, now that brings us to the final segment, the big wedding. Uh, what a cliffhanger. Huh? Yeah, right? Um, Pearl and Bobo and Brain Guy show up. Um, and I thought it was nice to see, like, actors that weren't Kinga and uh, uh, like Felicia Day and Patton Oswalt all together in the same area. Yeah. Um, this is actually uh, something we noticed. This is, I think, the first time we've seen Jonah and Felicia Day together and yeah. there's a big height oh difference. my god yeah I, I, I noted that we can talk about that later did but you look up what his height I did, is yes. is he a very uh, tall tall man i w- will talk about it in a second. he has a cherubic face and so he looks like he's small <laughs> small like a small small a small and small. then he appeared next to kinga and like like i always imagined her as very tall because she's a lot taller than Patton Patton oswald mm-hmm. um but then i was like jonah has to be like right a his head brushing the ceiling. <laughs> yes. Well, we'll find out in just a second. Um, so, uh, the uh, TV son of TV's Frank uses the key to interrupt the wedding and summon the metal reptilicus Seeming- that eats Jonah. Seemingly, yeah, actually eats Jonah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Although it does look a lot like the tube that sucks him up at the beginning of every yeah, episode. Really. So. I wonder if that's the other end of metal reptilicus. Presumably he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's his butt. Yeah. This whole time Jonah's been picked up by re- reptilicus's butt. Uh-huh. I mean, we, know, we don't ever see how he gets spit out, so. True. Um, Kinga is not impressed he in fact gets mad at tv son of tv's frank uh, which she claims that the wedding is for a rating stunt and having your rating stunt wedding interrupted by a giant metal like reptilicus seems like much 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 more exciting well, than just a wedding that it happens. also revealed another thing though is that she clearly planned to continue experimenting on him after he was they were married yes. which I hadn't mm. considered because she's like well now we can't keep doing the experiment and I was like oh I thought the wedding would end the experiment right right yeah um the, it cuts to the uh, the bots who are also distraught, and they Not say very distraught. It's almost as bad as when Yongari died. <laughs> so I was like, "Ooh, mm-hmm. ouch!" But they do make nice with Growler. They they apologize to Growler for being mean to him, and they mm-hmm. say that he's going to be the new Jonah. Um, and Growler's just cool with everything because Growler's just chill. Yeah. So I'm excited um, in two weeks to start season 12. Yeah, it's kind of lucky that we had a three-year sleep. Yeah, yeah. Now we just we don't have to worry about it being that much of a cliffhanger. Yeah, everyone else had to wait for so long, mm-hmm. but to, we weren't to see conscious during that. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, at the Earth's core. Wait, tell me how tall Jonah okay, is. Okay, we'll go to things we noticed and felt the desire to comment on first. We'll, we'll do we'll do a different order. Um, so, how how tall do you think Jonah is? Do when I what, by seeing him without mm-hmm. any context, I always thought he was about five ten. Okay, Jonah is six foot five. That is so tall. Mm-hmm. He yeah. really is tall. Mm-hmm. He's That's, a tall man. He's seven tr- inches tr- taller than you expected. He's got a cherubic face mm-hmm. on he's, that tall, tall body. He is actually a full foot taller than Felicia Day, who is five foot five. That's crazy. And Felicia Day looks so tall. Mm-hmm. Um, because Patton Oswalt is five foot three. <laughs> I am taller than Felicia Day and Patton Oswalt, mm-hmm. but I'm not taller than Jonah. Nope. 
no, no, no. Few people are. Yeah, yeah, I was actually surprised. Yes, because they do. They frame the shots so the the you know the counter when he's standing at the like the in the satellite of love makes him look similarly height to all of the other hosts. Yeah, like if Felicia Day was standing next to that countertop, it would be like at her shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah, it would be... Uh, it, this was a Jonah-sized counter. I wonder... Makes me think when I was a little kid and trying to order at Subway. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I do not want to Google more people's height because I feel like that's going to really... Google is going to look at my algorithm and, and think that I'm into weird stuff, but I am I'm curious to see how tall like Joel Just and look Mike it up. are. Come on. All right, uh, I I wonder if that's even maybe uh, Jonah gets the award for the tallest affiliate with uh, Mystery Science the Theater. The Mystery Science Theater. So Joel Hodgson is five ten. Okay. So he is he is I think that's average height. I don't see a height for Mike Nelson. Okay, well, now I'm definitely going to get weird ads because I did just click on a link to Celeb Height Wiki. <laughs> um, and there is no... So the height uh, is not available Yeah, right there's now. no height available for Mike Nelson. That's so disappointing. I bet he's taller yeah. than, than Joel. Joel. Yeah, yeah, I bet he's like 6'2". Okay. Interesting. Well, we there is no there's no can data you get a picture at them celeb standing height. Next to each other, and we can use our knowledge about. I think they're about the same height. Like about they're both mm-hmm. about five ten. Yep, yep. But look here, Jonah's Jonah's leaning on a counter in this picture to disguise his true his true, true height. height. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, he is he's much taller than everyone else. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's the height of all of the people of Mystery Science <laughs> Theater 3000. I wonder if it made operating the puppets easier for Jonah. Because yeah. they're working. So if, if both Mike and Joel are 5'10", um, Jonah is seven inches taller than that. It gives seven inches of counter space. For the puppeteers. For the puppeteers, yeah. yeah. That's uh, – that, significant. That's got to make a difference. That's enough for like a little seven-inch tall stool that you could sit on instead of having to sit on your on your butt. <laughs> the, there is like a union who went in for <laughs> Mystery Science Theater, and they said the next guy has to be taller. Well, you need, we either need a tall guy or an apple box. <laughs> um, all right, so let's let's go to not known nuggets now. Not now that nuggets. we've uh, we've ruined my Google algorithm and discovered the heights of all these people. Um, so, At the Earth's Core is based on a 1914 Edgar Rice Burroughs novel of the same name. Um, this film was made after the success of The Land That Time Forgot, which is... I was going to say, I know that name. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one with the submarine, right? Um, which I believe was uh, one of the earlier MST3K episodes in season 11. Oh. Yes, there was the uh, 1974 uh, one where they... Uh, they take over the German U-boat, remember? And they end up on the island with yes. all the dinosaurs. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that that was made before this film, and, and that was very successful. So it's a, it's another Edgar Rice Burroughs kind of people take a vehicle to a strange place. And What yeah. was this movie made? It was made in 1976. Okay. Hence the disco wigs. Yes. Hence the disco wigs. Um, so because this was made after Land, The Time Forgotten, kind of like on the because that was a fairly popular movie so uh they had a little bit bigger of a budget the director kevin connor um, said we tried to get the beast bigger so as to interact better with the actors more one-on-one we had a somewhat bigger budget thanks to the success of land which i i want to be a hollywood big shot and like make a movie called land the time forgot and then like 
just refer to it as land. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, oh, yeah, no, when we were filming Jedi, uh, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) well, thanks to the success of land. uh, The beasts were specifically designed so that small stunt guys could work inside the suits in a crouched position and on all fours. Needless to say, it was very cramped, and the stunt guys had to take frequent breathers. Some worked better than others, but we were expect- experimenting and trying something different. But that, that that does bring up the scene in which the bots riff about them hurting the stunt guy inside of the costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. there were quite a few moments during this film that I was like, that person probably got hurt. Yeah, like uh, nobody died in this movie, but I bet actors got bruised. No, and- for sure. Yeah, like when the guy just falls off the cliff onto his shoulder. Yeah, that that <laughs> had like, to hurt. Like sometimes those little guys, who, the guard who jump, guards who jump around at the clubs. Sometimes yep. it looks like they're hitting pretty oh, yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there was some heft to those things. It looked like. Yeah. <laughs> um. So according to Wikipedia, this uh, this movie was popular. What do you think that means? Um, for the time, I would yeah. think mm-hmm. that it meant that it didn't lose money. Okay. Um, well, it, according to Wikipedia's definition of popular, it was uh, it means that it was the 18th most profitable British film of 1976. I mean, yeah, compared to <laughs> you know, not a lot of British films probably in that yeah. era. Uh-huh. A lot of things. Mm-hmm. But it's the 18th most profitable film, uh, British film of 1976. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. That sounds right to me. Um, so the old guy was p- played by Peter Cushing. Who his name I recognize and I I could not figure out where and and like the actor kind of a little bit uh, but he was more of the name um, Peter Cushing plays Graham Moff Tarkin from Star Wars: A New Hope and I recognize who's that? that he's the uh, the guy who's essentially in charge of the Death Star in the oh, first movie the, the, the old guy yes mm. the, one of the British guys yes. with the high collars yeah uh-huh. yeah. yeah he's he's essentially Darth Vader's like. He's the guy who reports to, like, Darth Vader has to report to him, but also the Emperor. It's kind of like a weird reporting structure in the Empire at that point. How how proximal are these two films? What if he was filming both at the same time? At the Earth's Core came out in 1976, and A New Hope came out in 1977. Okay, so, like, he could have been... Yeah, he could have been had some overlap moonlighting as Grand Moff Tarkin. Although he did have the goofy mustache in this one, and not he, Grand Moff Tarkin would have been a much different character if it had the, <laughs> his character's facial hair from this one. Yeah, uh, that's fascinating though that those are so close together. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's move on to things we noticed and felt the desire to comment on before we talk about this film. Um, at the beginning, we both noticed that it was hard to tell what was riffing and what was what I termed British vamping. Right, because the dialogue was just so silly in mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah, it was like, oh, oh dear, I've, I've spilled my tea. Oh, poo-poo. Oh, oh there's a hidey hole over oh, here. look at the hidey hole. Oh, look at th- yeah. oh what a beastie. <laughs> yeah. Like, those are all real uh, lines. Yeah, uh, except for the tea spilling one. I yeah, but the, the beastie but the, yeah, the and the hidey hole. Yeah, the beastie and the hidey hole, yeah. Um, hey, Renee, yeah. why do all the dinosaurs in this film explode when they die? <laughs> You know what's so sad uh-huh. is that I didn't even ask the question <laughs> in my mind. Like, that's so... I feel like that's telling that maybe I need a break from yeah. some bad movies <laughs> yeah, for a maybe. while. Yeah. That that didn't even pop yeah, up. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, dinosaurs exploding. Sure, yeah, why obviously. not? Mm-hmm. I feel like this was a really huge missed opportunity for a skit. 
for this that's film. true they could have pointed that out like and then- the the done like a cross section of the dinosaur it's like okay well here's the here's the pocket of gasoline <laughs> i think that that maybe we're learning that the dinosaurs are animatronic okay and uh not just like in real life, but in the canon of the movie. Uh, okay, so they're like they're like robots. Everyone's really being controlled by Gok. Okay, that old guy. Oh, the old guy. Yeah, he's like the Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. pulling the levers behind the curtain. Yep, yep. And he just he just wanted some friends to hang out with while, like, he diverted them from fixing their their metal mole, their iron mole. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, and also, if you have an iron mole, you should get that checked out. <laughs> Go to a doctor. (laughs) Um, The end of this movie makes no sense. I don't know what the giant egg was. I don't. Yeah, did they cut parts of the movie out? They didn't mention it it like they did with uh, Wizards of the Lost Kingdom. Yeah, usually they acknowledge it if Mm -hmm. they have. So if if that was the way that the movie was presented, it's very unclear what the egg does, why it's important, how it connects to the power Mm -hmm. of of the Mayhar. Now this, I did read that this was uh, at the Earth's core was the first of uh, books in a particular Edgar Rice Burroughs series. Mm-hmm. So maybe in the same way that every Avengers movie has to deal with them closing some sort of portal of some sort or opening some sort of portal of some sort that all of the movies or books in this series have to do with uh, destroying a, some sort of giant egg that also may be like a um, like a iron works or something. I don't know. It was like no it didn't have a top. It was bubbling. It said it's where they said the Mayhar came from. But like, was it the primordial soup? I don't. I don't know what it was. I didn't understand. It's very confusing. Um, yeah, it was very confusing. Um, we had some favorite riffs in this film. There were a lot. I thought this was yes. really really well done. It was really. But the the ones that uh, I noted that you left the most at were uh, the very beginning. Um, it's very rare for something to get you this early, but during the credits, um, uh, when they're showing all of like the the metal works and the iron oh, works, yeah. um, it said the real story of Tegan's menware starts here. I it made me laugh because it kind of made me think of all those you know documentaries of like mm-hmm. factories and stuff like that, and you look at it and you're like, how on earth is this supposed to make a crayon? You know? Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and just the absurdity of needing lava to make to make to make menswear, menswear yeah. just mm-hmm. delighted me so much. Uh, the other one that we both laughed at a lot is when they're they're first diving into the earth in the iron mole, and uh, Doug McClure is has lit up a cigar, and they've gone past the point where they, it's getting too hot, and they're shaking all around, and there's uh, the bots are like, oh, it's getting hard to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was a pretty good one too. I thought that was when he was running away from one of the bird monsters. No, it was uh, it was they when they were cra- they might have done it. Yes, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> he was he was smoking. He was um, very committed to that cigar. Let's talk about the uh, the film itself, then. I I enjoyed it. I yes. mean, obviously, it's dumb. It's mm. sexist. It's xenophobic. Ooh, it's very much so. Doesn't they, make they, it's so xenophobic. They acknowledge that it's xenophobic and racist before they send the movie. To right. Them. It's it's uh, not thought provoking. It's not cinematically impressive in any degree. But it is a story that has a beginning middle and end Mm -hmm. and it's uh, some interesting premises premise i yeah premise oh uh and uh i would watch it if premises premises i would watch it if it were late at night and i couldn't sleep yeah sure yeah it was it was silly it like we said it didn't make sense um but there were a lot of uh the weird like pig 
guys. I mm. feel like uh, it, it sort of like spans the practical effects costume ideas between like Planet of the Apes mm-hmm. and A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like the Star Wars franchise sprung board off of some of the uh, the guard costumes from this. I think they did a great job with pacing. Yeah, so many of the yeah. movies we watch have unnecessarily long scenes of people walking or standing or doing things that don't propel the plot forward. Yes. This movie mostly avoided that pitfall. There were a lot of scenes of people just walking through caves. Right. But they were they were intercut with scenes of other things. Yeah, and, and even those, there was usually some sort of propelling dialogue going on during those scenes. Like, yes. as they're walking, they're, established, this is how the, they're establishing, this is how this culture works, and things mm. like that. Which, again, I thought it was hilarious that they just talk to each other. Right. <laughs> Apparently, right. this one species of human has never had contact with other humans. Mm-hmm. But they they speak English. But They, they speak speaks, the Queen's English. Everyone speaks the mm-hmm. Queen's English, but brokenly for some reason, too. Also, I, I do want to point out, based on um, some of their their naming structure of each other, that some people get real names like Tia, the princess, Dia, Dia whatever, yeah. Um, and then some people get really mean names like the ugly one. The ugly one. <laughs> like, or the sly one. Uh-huh. Like, it, the sly one is okay. The convention of when it's the blank one mm-hmm. is unclear. Yes. Maybe that's their nobility system. It could be, yeah, because I guess Dia was the princess, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe you... you she, it's like saying Brittany. Yes. You know, uh-huh. you know immediately who it is. Yes, yeah. Whereas, but, like, her full name is Dia the the horny one. Yeah, or the beautiful one, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and being the ugly one, I think. I feel like the ugly one was portrayed as the uh, sub-villain in this film. Yes, he was portrayed that way. And if I had been given by everyone I know the name the ugly one. Yeah. Well, and you know I what? feel like I'd be a villain. Too. Something I found confusing is that kind of the name implies that he's been ugly for a while. Mm-hmm. But there was blood coming out of his eye scar, which is presumably right. why he's ugly. And so I was like, did he literally just lose his eye? Like before that was he just like the handsome one? <laughs> well, I mean like he wouldn't have been like that ugly, right? It was the bleeding open wound that was kind of the problem, I thought. Uh, he, he looked a little unkempt. He was a little maybe. coarse, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, like, compared to, like, all the other Nothing people. Nothing a good montage couldn't have cleaned up, probably. Gawk wasn't significantly better looking. Oh, no, no. Yeah, there were definitely some other people that I, I could have described as the ugly one. Yeah. Um, now, uh, challenging counterpoint. What if he did lose his eye like 10 years ago? And it's just always and it's, bleeding. it's always weeping. That is mm-hmm. tough. That's yeah. a tough one. That would... I mean, they don't seem to have any advanced medicine, right? No, they, they don't seem to have any medicine. Right. I, so think, I think the solution to having like the the plant acid all over their arms was for the one guy to just wipe it leaves. off of leaves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not like specific leaves, just whatever leaves were on the ground. Raw, that the his buddy character. Mm-hmm. Raw, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was real intense. Yes, like every time he looked at somebody, his his eyes were like piercing straight into their bone mm-hmm. marrow. They should have called him the intense one. The intense one. They should mm-hmm. have. Yeah. Like I found it kind of like unnerving how intensely. Oh, that also makes me think of the scene where like they're like trying to go through the caves and not lose each other, and and he's like, "Hold my pants!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, grab grab onto my belt loops. <laughs> it's such a yeah. There, there were so many weird, so many ways to keep 
keep tabs on a person, mm-hmm. and holding their belt loops is not my go-to. But no. you do you. No, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought this was a pretty decent, a fun romp overall episode. Um, I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it with the riffing. The riffing was good. Um, it was a good. It was a strong season-ending episode. The darkness of the cliffhanger for the skits was a little bit like mm-hmm. ooh. I didn't leave me with like a happy, giddy feeling. It left me with a slight sense of dread, even though I'm sure it'll be all right in the next season. Right, right. And I, and again, I wish they would have done a skit about why the dinosaurs exploded. Yeah, that I, was, they could have done a woodcut. That would have been great. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it would have been. It would have been good. Uh, but you know what else is good? What the else? fact that we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gizmonic Institute Radio. It's where people uh, write to us. Check and, it out. Uh, we can talk with them about the episode. So yeah. um, put out the call for some comments and got some replies. So our friend Sai writes in. Hello, Sai. Ah, uh, the introduction of Growler. Quick linguistic safety tip. Just in case you ever build another robot, always double check the name you give it with a Brit. You'd be surprised how many innocent sounding words have hilariously obscene connotations over here. Is Cy British? I I believe so. Yes. This has been alluded to uh, in the past, I think. Oh, Uh, okay. uh, But he's never actually come out and said, yes, I'm British. Okay. uh, so sorry if you are British, Sai, for all of uh, the bad British accents I've ever done. Yeah. Um, my bad. Uh, if it ever sounded like I was doing a bad British accent, it was actually Jeff pantomiming me. <laughs> okay. So I've, I, I don't have anything yeah, to throw me under the bus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I did look up what growler means in British slang, uh-huh. and I will tell you off the air. Uh, because I can't say it on the air. Wow, is it really that? It's, it's. Can I guess what it obscene? is? Obscene, sure. Yeah, it's my tummy after Chipotle. N- I mean, that could be a definition of growler, but it's not the one size talking about. <laughs> 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 um. And then he continues, oh, you asked for evidence of my shady past as a magician. Will a couple of fireballs do? And then he posted a video, which I haven't watched uh, yet. Are I you can't ready? Wait. I'm Are you excited. ready? I'm going to hit play Hang on, on this. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> He's making fireballs go. What? Yeah. That is magical. Sai, I I thought you meant like an illusionist, not an actual <laughs> magic person. Can well, you? if he is British, maybe he knows like Hogwarts and stuff. Can you like in world hunger or something? <laughs> no, or can you send yourself to space? Cuz those are the two options. Yeah. If you're all powerful. Yeah. Uh, but yes, thank you for that video size. Incredibly impressive. Does that mean we're an international podcast? I think it must. Woo! Yeah. Um, intergalactic, maybe even. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. That we've already had that one for a while. That's true. Um, our friend Travis writes in. Hello, Travis. Um, he says, "Yay, I'm on time for leaving of thoughts. Got to go find where I left them." <laughs> I love Rolf the robot, uh, and he shows up a lot in the comic book, which I have I have not uh, read the MST3K. I think it was Dark Horse that printed it, maybe. Maybe um, we can get Doctor Odd to send it to us. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, Steam Crow is very disturbing on a primal level to me. Oh, we disagree. Yeah, I I thought that Steam Crow, like the mist, the 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 eyes being different sizes, I think, could be considered a little bit weird. But uh, 
Um, but he said uh, Mirhar Crow is adorable and charming. It's his screech. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we agree on that one. Precious. Just, um, this feels like and looks like and plots like an old classic era Doctor Who episode, only with Zap Brannigan as the companion, which I That like is a that. delightful uh-huh. description. You put you slap that on the Netflix description of the mm-hmm. movie itself, and you're yep. going to get a lot more views. Yeah, you could, you made you that could very rebrand appealing. this as a, doctor, a lost Doctor Who movie. Let's try and Travis this movie yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, take turns rebranding it in our own <laughs> style. All right? Okay. Go ahead. Oh, me first. Okay. Um... This is the prequel to Star Wars that George Lucas buried. Oh, that's fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is originally it's under, like an underneath Tatooine. All the bad yeah. ET video mm-hmm. games. Yeah, yeah. This is under this. This actually takes place underneath Tatooine. It was called at the core of Tatooine. Okay, <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, I like that. And this is Grandma Tarkin's origin story. Because he escapes from the core of Tatooine and gets so mad at all the aliens that he he brings his idea of the Death Star to uh, to to the Emperor. All right, so my target mm-hmm. audience is TikTokers. Okay, uh, and so my description is the uwu face. And okay. then a lizard emoji. Oh, so we're marketing it to other people. Well, it's people. like the description okay. that appears on Netflix. Gotcha. You know, like when, okay. you, when you click on a movie and a description shows up. Uh-huh. Um, and mine's is going to be the uwu face and then a lizard emoji and then the shrugging lady. Okay, okay. I, I want to go again since now I understand what you're saying. Oh, okay, go ahead. Okay, mine is going to market toward... Uh, it, it's going to be like, oh, because you watched The Muppet Show... Oh, yeah. It's going to be or like... Or Dark Crystal. Or Dark Crystal, yeah. Uh, it's going to be like, this is this is like if these didn't have a budget. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you like Dark Crystal, but want a bad one. Mm-hmm. If you like Dark Crystal, but want some more problematic elements in it. <laughs> if you like Dark Crystal and want something worse, make it go now. Mm-hmm. If you like Dark Crystal but didn't think it had enough British goofiness in it. Netflix, you can just use that soundbite. Mm-hmm. Yep. I you give or you all permission. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and he uh, finishes by saying I also remember at the time such a worry and confusion on how they would go from this season to the next. Yeah. So this is... Uh, that dread feeling in your tum-tum. Mm-hmm. Yep, but... It's a real it's just growler. Two weeks for us, it's a, we got a real growler going on. I gotta look it up. You you do need to before you keep using that that term. But uh, thank you uh, to our friends who wrote in again. It's facebook.com dot com slash Institute Radio. Um, uh, give us a follow there. Uh, the community is great. Uh, everyone who uh, who posts and talks on on our page is is wonderful. Um, if you uh, listen to our podcast on an application that allows you to leave a review like Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate it if you go and uh, give us a review. It helps other people find the podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, just look up what Growler is. <laughs> That's the sound of Renee learning what, what the term Growler means in British slang. <laughs> oh, there's... There's, there's actually, like, several definitions, right. and some of them are very funny, mm-hmm. and I don't know which one is the real... I, You know, that's what makes it even more confusing. But thank you again, Ty, for introducing that into our nomenclature up here in space, because we will, we will now be using that for a lot of things. So, um, Do you have any final thoughts before we go back and uh, do more fitness? Uh, just that the, the fleeting light in my life of discovering what 
the word growler means in <laughs> British slang is gone and faded away and it'll never happen again. But I'm glad that that moment is immortalized and etched into the grooves of the interweb. Well, that's beautiful Thanks. and sad, but beautiful all the same. Well, this has been the audio log for MST3K Season 11, Episode 14, At the Earth's Core. Oh, Jeff! What, what's up? This is so funny. Yeah. This whole time, when we, I, I thought I was reading the challenges section, uh-huh. it just says, bad dreams of things that have happened to me. It's not actually your challenges. Oh. What are the odds? <laughs> That's crazy. Huh. The weirdest part today is I have the same list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you guys do have that shared Google account, which is yeah, I feel very true. left out of. Freaking Google Drive, man. Yeah, it's I don't know why she gets access to it, but I don't. I well, think, I think you do know why. Okay. Yeah. I think which one of us is doing better at Stockholm. Listen, we got yeah. tired of reading your poetry, and I just, yeah. I just can't. Okay. Well, then I guess you will never know um, what happens to the guy who once was a mechanic in Spain Did- and had a very big brain. Nope, you don't get yep. the rest because you don't like my poetry. Yeah. Uh, that is definitely thrilling, and yep. uh, I don't know how I will survive without it, without knowing. The- he fixed cars well, mm-hmm. got water from a well, mm-hmm. and that's all I that I can explain. Well, Jeff, mm-hmm. uh, it looks like all you needed to do was ten sit-ups and okay. a lap around the ship. Okay. Um, now, question. Do the glass sit-ups that I did mm-hmm. count as the 10? Uh, absolutely not. Because okay. now what I need you to do, of course, is we are going to... Renee, if you could, if you could get the other bags of glass. Yep, got them right here. And Let's go what? ahead. Do you have those? <laughs> Let's, go, Let's go ahead and get that spread out on the... Uh, yeah, we'll right. call that uh, the track, I I'll guess. Sprinkle uh, this no. out. A little sprinkle here there. As you know, Jeff, uh, we... You know, didn't quite have it in the uh, the old pizzadential budget uh, to, you know, have a full-size running track. So, we're just going to have you run around that room there. Okay, but why the glass? What? Do to you have to ask? keep you sharp. This is supposed to be a challenge. Uh, it, to keep you sharp, Jeff. I think sharp, I just want you to just, just run around in a circle in a room. You do that every I day mean, anyway. That's true. We do. That, that is that it's is part be of a, our daily. Jeff, it's it's not challenging. Mm. What's the point? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, luckily, I have these these knockoff Yeezys that you sent up here for us, and uh, they yeah. seem like they can really protect me against glass. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are real mm-hmm. thick. Those yeah. are. Um, be honest with you. Uh, those are actually called breezies. They, oh yeah, they're, they're kind of like the Croc version of Yeezys, right? Yeah, they're just made out of mesh. Yeah. Okay. Well, even the I, soles. But I, I did good. put on eight pairs of them, though. So easy to do because yeah. they're paper thin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Good luck, buddy. Thanks. All right, okay. we'll go ahead and let Jeff start on that. <laughs> Renee, what's uh, what's the next one on your list there? Uh, it actually looks like uh, I'm supposed to run on glass too. Uh, I have a doctor's note. Oh, right here. See, wait a I'm second. I've checked the rule book the on camera. that. Mm-hmm. Well, let me see here. Let me go ahead and look. Hmm. See right here. It says doctor says. Yeah. It, says. This doesn't appear to be 
I don't think that's Good a, a doctor. English? No, I don't, I don't think it's a real <laughs> Doctor says it's get $2,000 from a Nigerian prince. Yeah. R- Renee can't run. Says no yeah. runs good. <laughs> no runs good. <laughs> well, hey, if doctor's orders, I mean, what are you going to do? All right, all right. So I get a pass on that one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. well, let's go. What, what, what okay. else we got? Okay, I finished my laps. I finished them. Good my job, feet Jeff. hurt a lot. I feel like the guy from Oh, Die Jeff, Hard. I didn't tell you to start yet. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! I, I, I didn't even I didn't even start to stopwatch, you nerd. <laughs> you, you told you said what while if, he's doing that. You, what a rookie Fine. mistake! While he's while he's over there stretching, oh, rookie mistake, no. Jeff. Getting oh. ready for his run. So let's go ahead now. Let's see. Let me let me wipe all this barbecue sauce off this this pizza stopwatch. Here yeah. we go. All right, now I can see it. Now I'm, are you ready? I'm going to start. Uh, okay. There we go. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Man, he looks funny when he runs on broken yeah, glass. Yeah, how long do you think he'll keep doing this? I don't know. <laughs> Seemingly <laughs> indefinitely. Let me throw this out to you. What if when he comes back, we just tell him again, like, oh, oh, does start to watch again. Do it again. Oh, yeah, we did start. <laughs> you know what? He looks like he looks like when they put like the shoes on a dog, you know, and they like they don't want to touch the ground because they got shoes on their feet. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what he looks like. Oh, 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 okay. This is great. I can do this. this. Bo- I can do this forever. The best part is that he's like running around in like a room that's like twelve by twelve. <laughs> <laughs> he's really committing to it. Well, all right, <laughs> all right Renee. Uh, listen, uh, I think your challenge here, as you can see, is uh, well, continuing okay, with your okay, dream thing. Okay, I'm back. Thing. I'm back. I'm oh, are oh, you done? Yeah. Oh, yeah. let me stop the stopwatch here. Oh man, you're never gonna believe this. Uh, what? I didn't start this thing again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you, you, you watched me. Here's this the time. thing: I, you saw me press the button, right? I, I tried. Did. Yeah, but I the saw thing it. Is, for some reason, there's all this stupid barbecue, barbecue sauce, sauce in here. Yeah, no. it's all, all stuck. Right. It's what makes it pizzadential. Ah, uh, Jeff. Yeah. Here, yeah. Step over to the side with me here, okay. and. Uh, my uh, footsteps feel squishy. I want to tell you, I want you to get in on a little little secret that I have here. Mm-hmm. I have the ability to forge doctor notes. Oh. Uh, I've got the back of a receipt here okay. and a crayon. And I'm going to write on here and uh, get you out of this. Here you go, bud. Oh, hey, what are you guys talking about over there? Oh, nothing. nothing. Hey, Dr. Odd, I forgot that I, f- I found this, uh, this doctor's note that a doctor gave me. Mm, really? Yeah, it says, no glass running for this guy from Dr... Doctor, doctor. Hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Seems odd you would bring it up now after running on glass. I forgot that it was in my pocket. Then oh. I put my hand in the pocket and found it. All right, it, I guess. It says. It also says he's radically pizzadential, dude. Hmm. That does sound legit. Mm-hmm. That's how a doctor would say it. I mean, that's how I would say it. I'm a yep. doctor, so. Yes, according to your title. Seems pretty real. Yep. All right. Well. You guys have done fantastic so far. Thank Woo-hoo. you. And uh, let's see. I think I think I think we're at our final challenge. <gasps> oh, the final one. Yes, this one called "Make Doctor Odd a Pizza," while you nerds uh, just drink like gallons of clam juice. Oh, <laughs> wait. So wait, who's making the pizza? Are we doing it while drinking? Yeah, you the- guys. Okay. Yeah, I'm setting up. Okay. I'm setting up all the materials now. So go oh, ahead. Man, we could just wait a minute. The reward is getting a pizza, so mm-hmm. we could just make the pizza oh, for not ourselves. Oh, not that pizza, though. Not that yeah. pizza. 
that one this is part of this is part of the challenge so mm. you gotta you gotta make the pizza you know and while that's baking very quickly there I will taste it if it is up to my standards you will of course then pass now keep in mind I mentioned you also have to chug a gallon of clam juice while this is uh, this is happening you mean, so you mean water you mean water, you mean water, right? water from the mm-hmm. toilet's bowl <laughs> yeah the toilet's water the toilet clam juice yeah okay all right yeah, that's sweet yeah. All right, let's do this. Like each uh, I'm a gallon each. A pizza pie. Yes. Now, if you could please use uh, as as many kind of like mildly offensive Italian accents <laughs> as you can while you make the pizza, I would I would appreciate it. It's a me, a Jar Jar Binks. It's a clam juice pizza. Yes, that's good. Yeah. Wub wub. <laughs> Routine. Oh, let me start the stopwatch. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Go. Okay, mm-hmm. good. We got it going. We got it going on this one. All right. All right. Let's um, go ahead and get that clam juice rolling. Yep. Lug lug lug. Oh, it's so thick, but uh, satisfying, I guess. All right. Have you ever made a pizza before, Renee? Uh, in my sleep dreams. Okay. Yeah, I had that dream. That's why it's on the list. Yeah, yeah. It, it says make pizza. That's one of my nightmares. Oh, okay. Well, I can I can just do that then. Okay. I I have not made a pizza, but they did let me. I. I used to wipe the tables at a pizzeria. They didn't let me make the pizzas, but I, I've, I've seen it. You know what? I've I bet you could make it. a pizza over time from wiping the tables. You know, that's what I was just going to say. Very interesting. That's uh-huh. how we used to make the pizzas at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> oh, really? Because I, I brought that up to the guys who owned the pizza restaurant, and they said, uh, stop talking to us, table boy. Get back to your tables. Um, and yeah, that's why so, we actually uh, we got, we got a lawsuit and uh, we had to start paying the busboys like they were cooks. Oh, uh, Because okay. technically, they were gathering ingredients every time they cleared a table. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'm, I will use all of the knowledge that I learned while also sipping on this clam juice. Yeah, I didn't um, really say sip. Well, you, said dr- you didn't say there was a time limit either. I, <laughs> so. I have a stopwatch. Yes. Shaped like a pizza. Uh, and covered in barbecue sauce that works half of course, the time. Yes, that's how uh-huh. they—it's requirement. Yeah, I yeah, just followed the rules. I yeah, didn't write uh, the rules. You know, the pizza didn't did. Yeah, is that is is Charles Charles Entertainment Cheese the pizza didn't? Yes, of course. Okay, and our savior. Oh. Okay. Hey Jeff, I'm just gonna snap your pinkies back forward real quick. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank you. That helps, that that, helps with the pizza that actually, pie. Yeah, it does. I need some dexterity. I'm there. able to toss it a lot better and up. In the air and back down. Not too high now. Okay, there we okay. go. Yeah, don't go ahead. Let's get some of them good toppings on there. Okay, let's put some. Let's see. What what did you send us? This is okay. It's a bag. It says cheese, and again, it's in quotes. Um, looks very similar to the uh, bottle of ibuprofen in quotes too. Again, well, put some of that on there. Legal requirements. That's okay. Yep. Um, here's a bottle of barbecue sauce. Absolutely. Uh, that on there. It's that. very pizza. That makes the pizza work. It also uh-huh. makes electronics work. Many, mm-hmm. many lay persons, of course, would not know this. And what is the body but not a big pizza electronic? Exactly. That's a really good point. That's a very, you know, Renee, I'm impressed. It's a very scientific, <laughs> a very astute observation on your part. Well, thank you. I mean, if you eat. Maybe one day I can be a mad scientist. Maybe. What if I, like, send Jeff off into another shuttle into space from this? Or, let me throw this out to you. What if you just send him out of the airlock? <laughs> just, yeah, I guess. That I mean, would be a bad happens. scientist thing to do, I'm just saying. 
you are really good at this whole Stockholm Syndrome thing. Yeah? Yeah. Thanks. Pretty good. Gotta say. Yeah, yeah okay. that pizza coming along. Well, it's good. About I'm done? It looks like it's about done. What did you want me to do with this jar that it smells like it had uh, a, a tuna in it, but now it's just the water? Right. Do you want that just no, on there? No, 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 no. Sorry, I didn't mean to send that. That's my drink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, then I'll go ahead and send that back to you. Thank um, you. <laughs> yep. Okay. It's refreshing. So, yeah. It's better than Gatorade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, Tuna water. Yeah. It's better than Gatorade. It's That's better than Gatorade. And mm-hmm. because it's, you know, my personal concoction, it is uh, 400% of my daily allotment of sodium. Oh, hey. that's That seems like a lot. That's how electrolytes work. Do you guys uh, think we could get, like, an unsponsor, like someone who pays us not to say their name, like Gatorade? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I believe that's probably already happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cease and a desist, and desist letter. Yeah. Is that a... Uh, is that kind of like a non-sponsorship? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Yep, that is. That absolutely is. Uh, All right, that, that pizza's is. looking pretty good. That pizza's looking pretty good. Let's get that yeah. back in the teleporter there. Get that cool. down here. Cool. I'll just toss some uh, of these pepperoni. Well, again, in quotes. Does it does say on this tube? It, now this is weird. I've never seen pepperonis that come in a tube like they're uh, like uh, Pillsbury. Well, rolls. and then it, I, I gotta be honest, also, I've never seen pepperoni that doesn't come in a tube. It, it does say pepperoni on it, though. Oh, it does. Yeah, it, it sure does say does. contains no pork. Yep. And on the aster. Okay. Well, you know, let's does contain put that in there. One hundred percent pup. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like the band, the Canadian, the Canadian hardcore band, exactly. or okay. former, <laughs> former Canadian hardcore band, current meat source for Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. I like their song Reservoir. Um, but I hope you like this pizza more, so I don't have to make it again, and yes. I will. Mm, okay, last last gulp of the the gallon of clam you juice. Got the clam juice, the pizza. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Yep. Let mm-hmm. me take a little take a little sip. It was hot. Take it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <gasps> it's we- just it's just like Larry, the Chuck E. Cheese cook, used to make for me. It's so oh, good. I'm so awesome. impressed. I'm hey, so impressed, thank guys. You. And you've completed. Yes. You are pizzadential. Just let me. Ooh, uh, yeah. Let me put this in the teleporter here, and here we go. And as you can see, there is two medals mm-hmm. and two pictures of slices of pizza and a cola. Oh, you got us. <laughs> you got us again. Look, uh, look. Jeff, your, your eyes twitching. Uh, yeah. The real reward was mm-hmm. fitness. Yeah. And that's no, why I'm I... all fitness pizza in my mouth. Oh.